The views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of TAP Detroit or its affiliates. You're listening to a live stream of tapdetroit.com. It's like a breath of fresh air. Internet radio, Detroit style. What is fresh air in Detroit, Michigan? What does it actually smell like? How do we know what a breath of fresh air smells like in Detroit? I was going to say, it's, it's an, isn't it an NPR show? Fresh <laughs> my, my girl, Terry Gross, fresh air. Well, this is not NPR. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. Welcome. It is a Tuesday, 9 p.m. I am Chris. Chris, your host, hopefully your friend. We are glad to be here. We got some great music to play and some funny things to talk about. Funny, not so much haha, just kind of strange. My partner Mel is to my left. How you doing, Mel? I'm great, Chris. How are you? Oh, the sound of your voice. <laughs> if you weren't Olin's girlfriend, I'd be melting in this chair right now. <laughs> oh, Olin, you had a good time since the last time I saw you, my man. <laughs> okay, there's the answer, and that is very good. <laughs> Sorry, please don't charge me with sexual (laughs) harassment. Oh, we're going to talk about that briefly tonight. I told all my friends, they know what an activist I am. Uh, I told my friends briefly on social networking that I'm going to give up talking about uh, all the sexual assaults until the new year because I guarantee every day, if not every week, a bunch of new names are going to come out on both sides of the aisle and we're going to have to sit back and really think about what's going on here instead of jumping to conclusions every day. So, so I guess that's about all I'm going to say about that. So we don't even have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Unless you sent the only lady in the house, Mel. What do you think? Um, I'm actually good on it. I've heard so much, you know. And it's uh, really a shame how these things are coming out and some of them are just ridiculous so i'm just wondering what's really going on me too and and also um i don't like the fact that most of them seem to be being politicized and um we know that most of us here or everybody here um leans to the left politically but when some of my leftist friends um, said that some of our leftist leaders um, should just uh, uh, get the free reign, um, then it told me, you know what, this is just politics. If you like the guy, then you don't think he did it. If you don't like the guy and you don't like his policies, then you think he's a creep. And in reality, if the guy did it, he's a creep. Yeah, and some people don't, you know, are some people are very much overlooked that I've heard in the past. Yeah, and this when, when is the Donald and, Trump? And it's been going on forever. And when are they going to do sexual about Trump? Yeah, scandal going to come out because doesn't he pat women on the vagina? He, well, he sure he sure admitted <laughs> it. He, right. What more do you need? It's on well. tape. So it's like that's the double standard. Yep. And there's and, and there's triple standards going on out there. All right. That's enough. So so that's it. We don't have to talk about sexual assault on this show tonight. <laughs> Dig that. That's why I'm glad I'm in the booth, because I can sexually harass myself all night. <laughs> no one will even know. No. TMI. My dog would hear you, because it sounded something like this. <laughs> I see you come over to me, all nervous and shit, Chloe. It's like, oh, Uncle Olin's doing something back there. <laughs> 
Poor uh, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe's at home because it's raining in Detroit tonight, friends. We got a whole bunch of soul. We got some mod rock. We got uh, some brand new Detroit hip hop, some brand new Detroit uh, Celtic rock. We have funk. We have just a whole bunch of great music. Of course, like we always do. We're glad you're all here. We see a bunch of friends that have checked in already. We will give you some shout outs in the next break. This is Detroit Riot. TapDetroit.com from the middle of the city of Detroit. Russell Industrial, and the name of this band is Galliano.
33, they moved to Detroit. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Come on, take that first drink, take that first LSD trip, take that first jag of marijuana. He said to my mother, I can go into these places and take a social drink. I don't have to become an alcoholic, you know that's the way the devil fools a lot of people. Devil fools a lot of people. Well, I'm an addict, and every time I think I fucking kick the habit, I take a hit and I grab the pen and I'm right back at it. That's how I make this magic time and time it keeps on happening. Give me a fucking sack of weed, a fat track, and some shit's gon' happen. Fucking shadows off the wagon, back to fucking spitting and bragging. Toe tagging, body bagging, blowing smoke like off the dragon. Keeping my shit rough and ragged, just enough so the edges jagged. Staggering the fact my crew comes back with fucking plastic. Status. I'm the baddest at this when it comes to the marijuana madness Making sure the seeds are scattered just like Tom and Riley's ashes Smash a bag of hash and get some cash for some assorted grasses Make some music for the masses, spark them blunts and raise them glasses Off the blast this bitch and then I'm off the fucking greener pasture Seems I'm scheming faster for the shit that I'm fiending after Fucking laughed after a year of sheer disaster. Fucking final chapter deep in the mind of a lone assassin. I'm, I'm an addict. Some of you folks pick at the young people. And you say, isn't it terrible the way they're on drugs? But I have a Miami Herald that says alcohol number one, heroin number two in drug abuse. The United States government classifies alcohol as a drug, as a narcotic. Most Christians agree that it's wrong for a believer to take drugs. But there's some of you that are hooked on drugs. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ can set you free from drugs. I'm an addict, goddammit. Abandoning my habits like magic. Dip in the sin and vanish. I couldn't plan this. A phantom menace. Asthmatic, savage with Adderall tablets. Never find a balance alone on my mattress. In the looking glass, chasing rabbits like Alice. Medicated dressing on all of my salads. I escape everything in self-deprecating ballads. I give the world my heart and it gave me bandages. Handled all my shadows with all my bad habits. Saying yeah, ain't shit. Hit a bit, throw away all my kiss. to beat it with a bloody lip. So what's my worth? And what's it worth? It's been hell on earth since my mama gave birth Fell out of her skirt with a kilo of work Raised in the dirt, faded from the syrup I ain't flipping burgers or schlepping burners I'm on my burner, tore on servers Tore on the computer, a silicon looter A blue collar worker, trying to go further Nerf herders, got nothing but rumors Saw me walking around eight kid down burner Fucking hypocrites, I'm a masochist Waking up every morning feeling sick oh, hey, <laughs> baby wake up Ugh. Please Hey baby, you gotta bike it in no. I feel like shit. That's your fucking fault. What time is it? Time to wake the fuck up. Ugh. He came home one day and said, Mother, from now on when you go to the grocery store, don't bring home any more Altus, Longhurst, Rose, Bohemian, Patsburg Women, Johnny Pfeiffer, Schlitzer, Smoltz. I'm through with the stuff. He got all of the whiskey out. Blackberry brandy, muscatel wine, put it in a basket, marched it to the alley, smashed it, said, I'm through with this. Filthy poison, 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 poison. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like shit. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like shit.
yeah, dig that. That's a funky slice of haggis. Haggis is some kind of uh, Scottish food. I think it's uh, guts. Oh. What's what's the southern soul food where it's just like guts, like pig guts? Oh, uh, chitterlings. Chitterlings. <laughs> what chitterlings? That's, that's how it's spelled. That's how it's spelled. It's and like, but black people <laughs> normally pronounce it chitlins. Just chitlins. Yeah. Have, have you ever been exposed to chitlins in your I life? I have. I never ate them. You know what I mean? I just didn't have. I you didn't, didn't want to. You didn't want to eat something I know that smelled where, like poop. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and I, I smelled them one time because, and then I saw them one time when they were cooked, and I couldn't believe. I was like, and every, you know, my some of my cousins and my uncles and I they were like, "Oh, they're so good," and I'm like, "Oh no, they I'm look, good." They look forward to them. Yeah, because you know, around the only time is the holidays where people would normally make them. It takes a lot of work. It does. And you're boiling those things for a long time, and you're boiling out, you know, the animal's waste, obviously. Oh, yeah, and there are pounds and pounds of it. I met a lady who said she had to cook, I don't know, was it like 30 pounds? And she just, yeah, she just started crying. Like, it it was a massive amount. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Oh. But she had a big family, so. That's sweet lady. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to say her name? Is she still alive? You know what? She <laughs> is. And I, I, I'm so ashamed that I don't remember her name, but she oh. has a sofa restaurant on Seven Mile. Oh, <laughs> God bless her. Oh, hold on. These these aren't that bad. Are you eating some chitlins back uh, there? I'm reading about it. I, what, what did I eat? A tripe? Is that what I ate? Yeah. yeah you ate tripe. Oh. That's, that's even a European thing. That was like the stomach lining of a cow. Yes. And I so I just... Think. Go oh, ahead. Is, like is that right, Mel? Yeah. Bumps on it. It looked like tentacles. Oh, my goodness. It and was you know, so when, gross. When we look at some of these foods, though, we have to look at the reality of our history, that these were foods that were given to the slaves as the last parts of the animal that the um, people in the house didn't want to eat. Yep, and they had to make... Something Make two out of it, yeah. But, but what I will say is, I mean, a lot, any good sausage is made from That's that true. Part. Any good sausage. Dude, and I've cut down on sausage because it scares me. I don't know what's in it. But I love it. I love it, too. It tastes so good, but it scares me. I don't know what's in it. All right, hold on a second. Um, what did we just play? Oh, that's, that's our friend, man. That's Gerard Smith. He's a buddy that plays around all the time in Detroit. You should go check him out. That band of his, and he has several different projects, is called Bill... Grogan's Goat. The song's name is The Devil's Trumpet. And what I and that's off of his um, their new CD, their new album. And what I dig about that song is he mixes in uh, the Scottish Highlands um, bagpipes with a real cool funky bass. And uh, Gerard plays uh, a mean guitar. And then he threw like um, I'd say a, a P funk type. Uh, Santana guitar solo over it and uh, it, it's a beautiful little uh, beautiful little jamboree beautiful little sauce a beautiful little mixture of all sorts of music good for you Gerard and watch for that band if you send me uh, a PM dude I will uh, certainly give you a plug Gerard before the show's over before that we played our own main man the man who runs tapdetroit.com Olin Ezra's uh, project, Dope Rhyme Villains with a Z, and the name of that song and the favorite track of that CD for me is called Addict. I'm an addict, goddammit. 
that's got some seriously good lyrics on it. It's yeah, got some seriously that. good rhymes. Is that one of your favorite tracks, Melon? I'm sure you've heard that CD oh, yeah. over and over <laughs> and over. You know, I've I've heard it, and uh, I was very surprised when he asked me to be on it. So when your voice cuts in and it's like the two of you are having an argument, that's that sounds like real life. <laughs> And that's what that's another thing that gives it another layer of interest to me, and that's why it was my favorite track from the CD. Well, thank you, Chris. I I was really surprised how it came out. Came out really good. Were you nervous when you're in the studio? Yeah, I was. I was pretty nervous, but it didn't take me long to do it. So, for our listeners, what we're talking about is um, the the female voice on that track that comes towards the end when um they're arguing about sounds like the morning or something um that's mel's voice mel our 4 p.m uh, 4 p.m <laughs> yep. uh, well do you got any plugs coming up before we finish things um mel also is a um, dj a club dj not not right now not right now but you'll let me know right yes absolutely you know what from now on um before we start a show if you got a plug put it on a big piece of paper big pink piece of paper <laughs> Tape it to Chloe's back, and it'll say, Mel is playing such and such a date and such and such a date, and I won't have to ask you stupid questions. Before that, <laughs> we played I Get By by one of my favorites, Liam Gallagher, who used to be the singer for Oasis, of course, off of his new solo album. The song is called I Get By. We started it off with an English band, an uh, English mod, trippy, psychedelic band called Galliano. I have no idea where they got their name because the only thing I know about Galliano is it used to be a liqueur that my parents' generation used to make Harvey Wall bangers. Now, is that, how old is that track? Um, just Reached by Galliano. I'm going to say that it is early aughts, early 2000s. Okay. But, but I got to look it up because it might be 90s. Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard a lot of those melodies in that song and hip-hop songs before. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty song. Um, they're a band that has a nice attitude as far as that they want their music to sound um, both psychedelic um, and you can dance to it and they want it to sound positive. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like a thievery corporation, but not quite there yet oh yeah i like them too did you see thievery corporation when they played detroit i did not no I, but i did see them when they were tribe sector nine talk to me yeah they were uh, before they became thievery corporation i uh i reached out to a friend i said well who were they before and it was a they were a group called tribe sector nine same two cats i think so okay and where'd you see them i Here saw in them in saint, saint andrews and uh, they were with LTJ Bookham, who is a who is a drum, drum and bass artist. Gotcha. Yeah, Thievery Corporation is amazing. They're taking over the world. When you talk about blending all sorts of different music, like Bill Gordon's Goat just did, and like Olin's band just did, um, it is the smartest thing to do nowadays because there are so many good things happening in so many different genres. If you just stick with one genre. You've got one audience, you know what I mean? Right. And Thievery Corporation mixes up funk, they mix up uh, reggae, dub, rock and roll. They go on and on and on, and I love that. Yeah, and that's what that's what they did at this Tribe Sector 9 show when I saw it a long time ago. Were people dancing? Oh, yeah, they were definitely dancing. Dance? We're going to dance to the next track. But in the meantime, I am going to say hello to some friends that have checked in. 
we love you guys to say hello to us tim tim is out there tim t tim toy love that cat julie is listening hopefully down in new orleans gerard of course is listening from bill grogan's goat sue from toledo is listening sharon is listening um dana dead in five we'll play some dead in five next weekend i mean uh next show one of the heavy bands in detroit that's getting the most attention is dead in five they rock they know what they're doing in the studio and on stage they're professionals laney is out there our good friend and friend of the families frank g is out there mark b steven steven who has been involved in the detroit music business and promotion as long as i've been around a wonderful fella has checked in and said hello as well Stephen, I hope I see you Saturday, my brother. In the meantime, talking about dancing, this is a set for our friends who love to dance. Take off your high heels, ladies. Put on your tennis shoes. And let's dance on Detroit Riot. Tap Detroit.com to the triumphs. Why I 
Oh, don't leave me. I love you too much. <laughs> That'll kill me if you just leave me. That's a good song. It's a good song. It makes me cry. Please don't leave me. <laughs> before that, oh, we boy. heard. Before that, we heard Big Boss Man here on Detroit Right TapDetroit.com by Jimmy Reed. Before that, we heard Pretty Thing, Bo Diddley. Sugar in my tea, Piney Brown and the Blues Toppers. And we started off the set with Get Your Hammer Mama by Bobby Peterson Quintet. And somewhere in the middle we played a soul song called Hurricane by Baby Cortez. We found a funny, a funny story. <laughs> As we talk about the conspiracies that are happening in our world today, one of the ones that amuses me the most, gotta be the craziest, and it's way up there, is that there are seriously a whole bunch of folks that believe that the earth that we live on is flat. I just can't with these people. I mean, I'm reading a website called the Flat Earth Society. The Flat Earth Society. There's a certain percentage, and I can't remember what I read, but it was it was crazy up there. Like 17 percent of Americans believe that the Earth is flat, or something oh like my that. Why would the moon be circular? Why would the sun be? <laughs> well, we know we know they're crazy. They, they have a theory of that. They all, what's they the, what's the answer? Hold on, let me go back right, to the let, let me tell you. Questions. Let me tell you what we found. Uh, Olin and Mel pulled this up. There is this guy, he's 61 years old, and uh, this has been in the Washington Post, and it's been over the services, so it's been vetted. He is launching himself in a homemade rocket from his trailer park. Built out of scrap metal. Built out of scrap metal and funded by the internet GoFundMe to prove that the earth is flat. He's going to go up into space and take what? Photos? Is that the rest of this story? Is that how he intends to prove it? I don't know. This man is seeking to, pr to prove that a conspiracy of astronauts fabricated the shape of the earth. <laughs> He's from California. He's going to launch himself about 1,800 feet. That's it? 1,800 feet? Can't we go up 1,800 feet with a balloon? I that's mean, not that high. It that's not very high at all. I would think that. you have to go further out to make sure that the Earth is not flat. Right? That's a hell of a drug. <laughs> He's going up 1,800 feet this Saturday. GoFundMe didn't fully pay for this he had a kickstarter and it only raised 310 dollars of its 150 thousand dollar goal did he get did this thing cost him 150 i'm reading through it as fast as you are there's a I, bunch of different stories no he's guy's been doing name this for is a while. hughes he, he almost killed himself in 2014 <laughs> by doing the same thing he flew a quarter mile over winkleman arizona dig and then uh he crashed, and he was in a walker for two weeks. Isn't that something? That must have been make that must have made it difficult for him to be a limo driver when he was in a walker. That's what he does for a living. What? 
I don't understand. He's a 61 year old limo driver. I'm still trying to see. I'm trying to find out how he's going to prove it that the Earth is flat. Yeah, going so the, far. The, the rocket is steam powered, dudes. That's like a that's like a train from 1860s. How it was powered. Goodness. Okay. So yes, his mobile home. He wants to meet his death really soon. I think he's just tired well, of a lot of stuff. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> when we talk about this whole conspiracy theory that thinks the earth is flat, why do they think that? Is it a biblical thing? Is there a Bible passage that says no. the earth is flat? I never I read a Bible. schools and I don't remember it. I don't remember. There's actually one that says the earth is a sphere, but I never anything. A sphere is a circle. Correct. So, I mean... I don't know. I've never read anything in a Bible passage that said the earth was flat. All right. So I guess it's just, uh, yeah, Kickstarter raised 310 bucks of his $150,000 goal. He made other pitches. A year later, he called the flat earth community. They didn't send him a whole lot of money. Oh, I see. He thinks that John Glenn and Neil Armstrong are most famous astronauts of all time are Freemasons. And once you understand that, you understand the deception. Oh my goodness. Why is this news? This man is just going to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he doesn't have any insurance. It's not like you could uh, find insurance to do this. But it is America. And I, you know what? If you look at... Uh, what is it? It's the TSA that controls flights, and when we go on planes, checks us, right? Right. Wouldn't they get involved and say, dude, you can't fire off this rocket with you inside of it? Oh, yeah, I would think that they would have a Who got involved the first time when he crashed? <laughs> who cleaned him up? Exactly. Like, who paid did somebody get uh, charged? Did he get charged a bill for making a mess? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> You would think so, or else we paid for it. The he tax claims it was a successful it. flight. It oh, it was successful. Oh, but he crashed and he's in a yeah. walker. He crashed and the earth is still he, round. He flew through the air <laughs> for a while. God bless him. I love, I love this story. Uh, he won't be able to test the rocket before he climbs inside and attempts to steam himself at 500 miles an hour across one point six kilometers of desert air there's no control for this thing so what are you gonna do how are you he's gonna just control? gonna go it's like uh, uh uh he's taping himself to the back of a really big bottle rocket and he's asking someone to light the bottle rocket i mean let's he go have... oh, earth's flat <laughs> just like on the cartoons <laughs> that is so funny i mean he has a fascination with evil Knievel, I think. But yeah, like yeah. well, you know what? If he did that, that would make sense, because evil Knievel at least made a lot of money, <laughs> and he was on TV. Check it out. Dr. Go. Shaquille O'Neal joins the Flat Earth Movement. No. Here's Shaq's quote. It's true. The Earth is flat. The Earth is flat. Pause. So listen, I drive from coast to coast, and this shit is flat to me. I'm just saying, I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's flat to me. I do not go up and down a 360-degree angle. A 360-degree angle. 
which is a circle, <laughs> which would not happen. And all that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? This The world is flat. Dr. Shaquille O'Neal. When did uh, Shaq get his doctorate? I didn't even know that. He just wants to be a part of anything. It doesn't even matter. He's God a police officer. Shit. Oh, that's true. He's I forgot a, that he's a cop. Yeah, he's And a they cop. actually gave him arrest powers. Mm-hmm. And he just he tr- tried to be a rapper. I mean, he, he just wants so to be a part sweet. of anything. He seems like such a nice guy. Oh, Shaq. He's just trying to fit in. I know. He's, right? He's just trying to fit in. He never hurt anybody. He's being silly. I didn't Stupid. know he was involved in the flat earth thing. We are going to investigate in this next set of music if the earth is actually round. And when we come back, we are going to either prove or disprove that the earth is a sphere, as Mel said. <laughs> Which is more than just being round, because a pancake's round, but a pancake's not a sphere. <laughs> right? It's but, a circle, or it could be. What <laughs> I want to know is, what's what's a conspiracy to me, is how all these people are being called out for stuff they've done 20, 30, 40 years ago, and it's big news, but nobody's talking about Donald Trump's pussy-petting habit. <laughs> I, 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 I think they're... My answer to that would only be, and I, the answer is I don't know, but if I thought through it... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love petting a pussy. It, well, it's it's, it's, Yeah, it's wonderful. As long as you, you know the person and they say it's okay. It's a consensual pussy pet. Correct. I mean, those, those would be good, yes. Maybe they're putting it all together. Maybe Robert Mueller is putting it all together. I don't really know. Um. I guess the answer is he said it, and the country voted for him anyway. So what's the repercussion? You can't you can't um, take the man out of office because of something that he said, and the country voted for him anyway. The system's always been hypocritical, but right now it's oh, just that's true. super hypocritical now. It's but the Earth is round. <laughs> it's flat. According to Doctor Shack, it's flat. <laughs> This is the man can barely De- speak. <laughs> this is Detroit, right? I mean, I'm not saying anything oh, about his character, but De- have you seen the NBA on TNT? He just have mumbles. you seen him on the inside when he used to play? Though you'd have to put two guys oh, on yeah. this guy. You'd have to do the Shack attack to stop him from putting that ball in. Tremendous but athlete, terrible. He could public not speaker. make a free throw. No, not one. He was under like forty percent. I have a higher percent free throw than Shaq. <laughs> he, yeah, he's the worst at it. That's why they wanted to hack him so much because it didn't matter if you fouled him because he missed. <laughs> he was thinking about whether the world was flat or round while he was at that free throw right. Well, basketball courts are flat, so therefore the coach must be flat. <laughs> <laughs> this is Detroit Riot on TapDetroit.com, and this is my sister Debbie's favorite band, Humble Pie, with I Don't Need No Doctor. Hit it, baby!
she did it. Hurry up, the baby cry.
My goodness. Four seconds goes by fast in four seconds. <laughs> what did we just hear there? Damn if I know. We threw in humble pie for my sister. I know that. From the humble pie list? From the humble <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't at a change. <laughs> so we heard Big Boss Man. We heard Pretty Thing. Sugar in my tea. We heard the set that I said we heard last time. Hurricane by Baby Cortez. And Mama Get Your Hammer. And Olin's still back there. Pressing buttons and hooking up wires. Wondering how people think that the earth could possibly be flat. Uh, I told Mel that three hours from now. While they're sleeping, Olin's going to wake up. Or six hours from now and go, wait a minute. If the earth was flat, what was the last one she said? <laughs> if the earth was flat, why, earth. how does, Google, mean, earth how does Google Earth work? How does Google Earth work, then? How do you explain Antarctica? <laughs> if the earth is flat. Uh, yeah. Did we ever find out who gave um, Shaq the doctorate degree? In 2012, Go ahead. he was given a doctorate, hold on, uh, from... He received a doctorate in education from Barry University in Miami Shores. Is that where he became a police officer? Oh, that might be <laughs> that might be true. I don't know. He played a genie once too. He did. I remember when Horrible. he played. I remember when Shazam? He yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie bombed. Oh, I it was horrible. It I remember it was for kids. And he's you know what? He's always been involved in uh, helping kids too. And like we like we were talking about when the movie when the uh, music was playing, he's been a real nice guy. And he's no, yes, he he's helped out communities and he's helped out poor communities and urban communities and he's given money to charities for education. Um, so if he wants to think that the Earth is flat, it's not a crime. I mean, yeah, it's not a crime to be an idiot. <laughs> On one subject, at least. Yeah. Um, four rap albums. Shaq has four rap albums. He's got several video games. Of course, he plays Shaq Fu. Of course, he plays one of the worst a- games of all time. Oh, you know that Shaq Fu. I didn't know he and had four rap albums. And what was it? You played you play basketball in the video game. Is that what Shaq Fu was? No, no. Go ahead. Shaq Fu <laughs> is a ninja karate master who also uses his talents from the court. Does he know karate? I mean, does he know any kind of martial arts? In Shaq Fu, he did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In Shaq Fu, he could do anything. He He could could do anything. He's genie. (laughs) If you knew karate and you were like five foot four and one hundred and twenty pounds, could you beat up Shaq? Yep. You think? Oh yeah. Because you knew karate. I mean, but he's so big. He's so big, but you gonna kick him in the knee? 
I mean, he wasn't very fast on throwing. Well, Kick him true. in the dick. <laughs> he wasn't, good, he wasn't very fast at free throwing or very good at it. No, he was very pretty, slow. He was pretty bad at free throwing. Yeah. That's why they had the shag attack. I guess if you were, I don't know how big um, uh, Bruce Lee was, but I guess if we're thinking about somebody as good as Bruce Lee, if Bruce Lee had to fight Shaq, I guess Bruce Lee would win. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. By a long shot. Because Shaq wouldn't be able to hit him. Unless it was a video game. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> Shaq, we still love you, man. But the earth is round. Yes. If anybody out there has any proof, because Olin's uh, brain is about to blow up, <laughs> that the earth is round. They're, they're calling... You're welcome to call us. Wait a minute. 313-429-0801-429-0801. And give us some proof why the earth is flat. And maybe Olin will sleep tonight. Go ahead. They're calling what? The philosophy? My bed's flat. Therefore, the earth must also be flat. (laughs) Here's more about Shaq. (laughs) And mixed martial arts. Because that was a good question, Mel. In 2000, he began training in mixed martial arts. What? Yep. Jiu-jitsu, Mai Tai, wrestling, boxing. He used the nickname Diesel. I remember that when Pro- he was a wrestler. Probably I after. Don't. That's the, new to me. The flop of Shaq Fu in 1995. <laughs> so he moved on to something else and became a police officer with a doctrine degree tell me he's just trying to fit in i mean it's cool he's good he's good people but damn it check let's see if he won let's see if he won any uh matches okay hold on (laughs) uh o'neill uh challenged a kickboxer and mma artist Mm -mm. Choi hong man to a mixed martial arts rules bout it was uh live on youtube and what happened june 12 2009 Hong Man replied to an email asking him if he would fight O'Neill, saying yes if there's a chance. And they never say whether he won or not. <laughs> oh, I guess we can go on YouTube and see, but I doubt it. What's what's the fight? The fight is um, Shaq, June seventeenth, two thousand nine, versus. Choi Hung Man. That's C H O I Hung H O N G Dash Man M A N. Ah, this is a fight. UFC 118 in Boston. So, yeah, this is a nine minute fight. But it doesn't say here whether he won or not. I'm going to have to watch this whole thing now. <laughs> <laughs> During Uh-oh. the next set of musicals, no, to watch and see if you want. No, it it never was happened. It never happened. Oh, oh wow! What? I wonder why. Oh, oh, is this oh I see. The fight never went off. This might be. They it. just challenged each other. Yeah, man. Check would have gotten rocked. I think anybody that has been studying martial arts for years and years and has a black belt would beat the hell out of anybody that just started, even if they're as big as Shaq. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Shaq, you can send your checks to tapdetroit.com for the promotion at (laughs) $20,000 per (laughs) Uh, minute. No, $10, man. Make them in small increments. 
ten dollars per second. If if you are a fan of Shaq out there, you can send us ten dollars, <laughs> and we'll make sure that it goes to his gym. We promise here at Tap Detroit, here at Detroit Ride at TapDetroit.com. In the meantime, back to some music. This band was so cool. I just got hip to them this week. They're from uh, Brazil. So their song is not in English. It's not in Spanish. It's in Portuguese. And I don't know any Portuguese. I took Spanish. And I know about 50 words. Mel, did you take a foreign language? I took French at one point when I was in high school. Do you remember any? Um, barely. Can you say my name is Mel in French? Um, je m'appelle Melanie. Ah, doesn't that sound lovely? <laughs> what, 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 what TV show was it? The Addams Family. Yes. You remember the Addams Family I do. reruns? I'm even too uh, young to remember when they were first broadcast, but I saw the reruns. Whenever she would speak French, he would... Yes. He'd get very romantic. Yeah, he'd get very frisky. It's a lot of Why don't you ever talk like that around me? Say, I'll I'll try, Olin. Do you know try? (laughs) Try? You've probably even forgot that. No, I speak a different kind of French around him sometimes. (laughs) I bet she'll say, say la vie. (laughs) Such is life. Okay, let's listen to some Portuguese. And we're going to study another language. When we come back, each one of us is going to be fluent in a third language. Do you know Americans, we're like the only country where nobody speaks a second language. Really? Yeah. I mean, you go anywhere. People speak. Yeah, they do, like two or three. Without a doubt. And? I have a good friend who, um, she was an attorney here in America, and she became disillusioned with the law. And she teaches now in South Korea. And what does she teach? She teaches young kids English, and you can get a job there, she said. If you have a degree and you're American, you can get a job teaching kids English, period. And she doesn't make anywhere near the amount of money that she made here, but things are so much more um, cheap there. They're less expensive. Right. That her cost of living is the same, and she's much happier. I'm not going to say her name because I'm not sure if she wants it broadcast or not. I hope you're listening out there. I got a... Uh, Go ahead. I'm what seeing Etta James on deck. Oh, you do have Etta James? On deck, Ray Charles, and then Carrocho. Or Car- oh, then then we're going to hear some Portuguese. Yes. It's coming up. It's the... Third song. Yes. This is the great Etta James on Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com doing... I just want to make love to you. Oh, it's such a good song. Edda. I don't want you to be no slave. I don't want you to work all day. But I want you to be true. And I just want to make Love to you, love to you, love to you. All I want to do is wash your clothes. I don't want to keep you indoors. There is nothing for you to do but keep me making love to you. Love to you. Ooh. 
just stopped in this evening to get myself a little taste. The music is nice and swinging, and of course, I really dig the place. Of course, I haven't had much sleep lately, and I feel sort of down and out. Yeah, but look over there in the corner, man. Oh, yeah, there's something to shout about. Hey, hey, pretty baby. Girl, don't you go nowhere. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, pretty baby, yeah. Girl, don't you go nowhere. Cause as soon as I pay the bartender, girl, I'll be right there. She looked up and blushed and smiled and my heart skipped a beat. Back from her head down to her feet Hey, barkeep, you better come in and get your bread This little girl's getting ready to split And I'm about to go out of my head Hey, hey, pretty baby Girl, don't you go out that door Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, pretty baby you go out there, dog. I'm afraid if I lose sight on you, I just might not see you no more. She slowed up just a little bit and turned her head and smiled. She was 34, 24, 38, and dressed in the lady style. I finally caught up with the pretty little thing before she got out on the streets. And she told me she was waiting on her old man who was a policeman on the beat. Hey, hey, pretty baby. Girl, I'll see you another time. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, pretty baby. Girl, I'll see you another time. If you're a policeman's woman Just talking to you is a crime That's right, bud Let's go Oh, no
Here we go. Did that bass line sound familiar to you? That was a band called Casbah Club. They were around a few years ago. Simon Townsend was singing, and he's Pete Townsend's brother. Bruce Foxton from The Jam is the bass player, and he played the bass on a song called Vibrate that we just heard. And that is the same bass track from The Beatles. Taxman. And the same bass track from a jam song, Pretty Green, that was stolen from the Beatles by oh, wow. the by this same bassist Bruce Foxton. So dude, he just keeps using that same bass over and over. <laughs> he gets hired for a new band and plays that bass, and he gets hired for another band and plays the bass. Before that we heard I cannot speak Portuguese, but I'm gonna try Voce Noir Sabor Okay Perdu by Cacharo Grande, which means big something, <laughs> at the club by Ray Charles. And I Just Want to Make Love to You by Etta James. Who's got the more soulful voicemail? Is it Etta James or Aretha? Oh. Or am I comparing apples to orange crates? Oh, man. That's I'm just throwing a, it out there. What do you that, think? That's such a hard one, you know. I would say, didn't Etta James come first? She did. And I would think that Aretha Franklin was listening to her closely. Good point. So, I just have to go with who was more old school. So, we gotta, we're going to go with Etta on yeah. the show. Even oh. though I love Aretha, she's changed lives and music, you know? Oh, no doubt. We were talking earlier, um, guys here in the studio that um, Etta created such a scandal with her family because obviously here in Detroit we all know um, her father, the Reverend James Franklin, who was a, a very important man in Detroit churches and in Detroit politics. And when Aretha became very famous and was signed, her music was secular. It wasn't um, the religious or the church music that she grew up singing. And it created a furor with a lot of the church people in Detroit. Well, you know, but she still had the young crowd going out and listening and buying her records. So, oh God, yeah, yeah, she you was know, huge. she was a big hit. 
Blaster. This story I almost don't want to uh, bring up because she's such an icon, but um, for a while when I was married, my ex-wife was in uh, retail. She was the manager of um, different stores, like at Somerset, for women's couture. Yeah. So very expensive stuff. And the year that she worked at Somerset, mm -hmm. the story broke that Aretha owed each store, like this one six grand, this one eight grand. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. And she was just like, I'm Aretha. I'll pay it when I feel like it. Yeah. And some people made more of a big deal about it than they maybe should. Because if we lived in Hollywood, as opposed to Detroit, stars don't really have to pay for that stuff. No, they don't. And they get a, a pass. They get a pass because like if, they, yeah, if they wear it on TV or if, or if they wear it while they're doing um, a gig in front of 20,000 or 40,000 people. That's promotion for them. You got it. Maybe it's just that Detroit used to get shit on all the time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm allowed to say shit because we're on the internet. <laughs> Mel doesn't say words like shit. She's I, a very sweet girl. Well, Go ahead, say shit. Sometimes Just say I say a lot of shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Let's talk for how much time we got here. We got one, uh, not a whole lot. So we got to make this fast. But we found a story that's kind of interesting. Because what I've noticed is um, with all of these sexual assault stories that one thing that we talked about last year and the year before and the year before that was the problem of uh, police shooting unarmed guys and usually um, unarmed uh, men of color and police shooting dogs and things like that. And all of a sudden, those stories have fallen off of the front pages and probably because of what's happening with some of these sexual assault stories. <laughs> <laughs> and we found a story of... Uh, go ahead, Olin, because I'm looking for it. Two sets of police, both undercover, that got into a gunfight, but not with um, an innocent civilian. They got into a gunfight with each other. And then, yeah, they were they tried to raid the house, and then they just ended up, the 11th and 12th precinct started beating each other up, and it turned into a brawl. But what I don't like when I read the story that Mel showed me was that uh, hold on. How you go? Okay. Sources say it started when two special ops officers from the 12th precinct were operating a push off on Andover near Seven Mile, and that's where undercover officers. What, what's a push off? Wait it, a minute. It's where undercover officers pretend to be dope dealers oh. waiting for customers to approach and then arrest potential buyers to seize their vehicles. Got it. So that sounds, you know, that doesn't sound like entrapment or anything. Understood. And did did anybody get? killed were any of these cops actually shot okay i just pulled the story up no if they did they didn't mention it of well, course they wouldn't though one did go to the hospital so he might have got hit yeah and uh they're being investigated one of them had a body camera on mm -hmm. so they're all in deep investigation right now and they're going to be in some trouble yep um there's been a drug problem for years it's an east side neighborhood um a lot of squad cars showed up. It's near Seven Mile. Man, Seven Mile used to be so nice. We used to go to a club on Seven and Van Dyke called Todd's, and we all loved going there. And now it's an empty building, and you do not want to hang mm. at Seven and Van Dyke. Yeah. 
hopefully it'll be okay <laughs> a year or two from now. But these police officers, they don't, I mean, I'm surprised nobody could communicate or even recognize that the other one was a police officer. Um, you know, here's what I don't know. If you're um, doing undercover work, if you're deep undercover like that, um, mm -hmm. one of my family members, I won't say who, um, used to do undercover work for the feds. If you're doing undercover, I'm going to assume that you probably don't even carry a badge. Because mm -hmm. if somebody suspects you, all they got to do is go through your pockets. Yeah. And if they find a badge on you, you know, you're done. So, um, sources say that guns were drawn and punches were thrown while the homeowner from the wrong home uh, stood and watched these cops fight each other. Um, IA, Internal Affairs, is involved now. But when you say, why didn't it de-escalate, that goes back to what we were talking about before. Cops need to learn how to de-escalate things. But if they're both undercover, then they don't have, like I just said, badges that they can pull out and right. show each other, hey, man, I'm a cop too. Yeah. Or are they just so ready to fight that they're just going to start fighting each other anyway? Well, I think that was a little <laughs> bit of both, you know. <laughs> Adrenaline does run high on Adrenaline those. Adrenaline runs high, and if you um, take other things that help you get bigger... <laughs> Yeah, your adrenaline is your, through the roof. Your adrenaline really starts growing high. Thank you for joining us here on Detroit Riot. TapDetroit.com. We're going to have to close it out. We love you all. Olin, thanks for having me. I'll see you yeah, in man. a couple weeks on a Tuesday. Mel, thanks for being here. It's always great to see you. You too. Everybody out there, enjoy your holidays this weekend, whatever you call them and however you celebrate them. If you don't celebrate them at all, that's wonderful too. Just have a good time off of work. If you have to work, Make sure they pay you overtime. Yes, they will. Or join a union. <laughs> <laughs> this is Detroit Riot Tap, Detroit.com. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We love you. My name is Chris. I'm your host, hopefully your friend. And this is a band called The New Street Adventure. Good night. Standing here would be a waste of time You said we'll go to a place when no one's heard that You dance to the music, not just the words And we lose ourselves in clumsy footwork And any way you like is fine But from
there I'm so proud that I'm in next to you
girls racing down the chimney pot Blowing up the dust in the room where I forgot I laid my plans in solid rock Stepping through the door like a troubadour while I'm just an hour away Looking at the trees on the roadside feeling it's a holiday You and I should ride the coast and wind up in our favorite coast just miles away
sail them home with acquiesce on the ship of hope today. And as they land upon the shore, tell them not to fear no more. 